Hello everyone, and thanks for joining me once again on the Seven Seas of Stories podcast. I'm your host, Arna. In this episode, we are going to be taking a trip to Texas. But we aren't going to the Texas we know today. We're going to the 1851 Texas. This story is inspired by the cowboy Texas many, many years ago, when there are farmers and cowboys as far as the eye can see. But dangerous bandits can also be lurking around the corner. So, without further ado, Let's get started with the story, The Gold Rush Express. It was the California Gold Rush. The year was 1851. Three years had passed. The Gold Rush caused about 300,000 people to migrate to California from all over the United States. But these people needed some way to get to California and to the gold rush. A train chugged away from the station, carrying with it about 4,000 people to the California gold rush. At the time, the only way to get to California from the east and some parts of the north was to use train. There were many train and railroad companies, but none were as efficient, fast, comfortable, or direct as the Gold Rush Express. The Gold Rush Express was the fastest train known to the people at the time. People claimed that the trains would fly across the tracks, taking the passengers to their destination in only five to six hours, while other trains would take eight to nine hours. Or, with extra stops, even a day. The Gold Rush Express had cushioned seats and waiters ready to serve the passengers food and drinks. On the way to California, the trains would only stop at one town in Texas. El Paso, Texas, at the time, was a town full of farmers and cowboys. It was exactly like the town most of us talk about when we think of the cowboys and the old times. There were ranches, farms, sheriffs, no tall buildings, and a huge train station right in the middle. Along with farmers and cowboys, El Paso, Texas was called home by a cowgirl. This cowgirl was the only cowgirl in the town of El Paso. She was also the owner 
of the Gold Rush Express train and railroad company. Her trains and railroads were used by 98% of the people who went to California from the east and sometimes from the north. The cowgirl started her train company a few years before the gold rush, but then changed the name to the Gold Rush Express after learning about the gold rush and the number of people migrating to California. She started building new tracks for shortcuts to the gold rush. She changed her company name to the Gold Rush Express. And at the station in El Paso, where every passenger changed their train to go to California, the cowgirl used to sell supplies for the gold rush. The cowgirl was now known as the richest person in all of Texas. She had a huge ranch and many types of animals. Cows, sheep, chickens, goats, ducks, and horses were all owned by the cowgirl. She even grew crops such as potatoes, tomatoes, and all types of green vegetables. She had an apple orchard, many bushes of berries, along with wheat and other grains. The cowgirl used to sell some of their, her crops to the passengers and asked her cook to make a variety of foods using her crops, which the cowgirl then sold at a restaurant near the station. She used to sell milk, cheese, and yogurt she got from her cows and goats to the passengers as well. She even sold her duck and chicken eggs to the passengers. El Paso itself was a nice town. But there was one thing that sent fear into people's minds. Bandits and thieves lurked near the town stealing from the passengers and the occasional farmer. To take care of the animals, crops, and her ranch, the cowgirl had six dogs. Two border collies worked as herding dogs as well as guard dogs. Two Doberman pinchers and two German shepherds were guard dogs too. All was going well for the cowgirl. Until one night. As the moon rose up in the sky and everyone went to sleep, a group of bandits quietly walked into El Paso. These were the most notorious bandits, known for their tricks and silence. They too had heard of the rich cowgirl who owned the Gold Rush Express. That night, the bandits crept into a bush near the cowgirl's ranch, where they hid until they could find the perfect chance to steal. Suddenly, 
they saw the guard dogs. Six of them were too many to take on, as each one was strong and had a painful bite. They couldn't get past the dogs. At that moment, one of them whispered, Let's throw some meat at them. Hopefully, the dogs will get lured into the forest, where they would be too busy eating to come save their farm. The other bandits nodded their heads in agreement. Out of a leather bag, they took out six pieces of meat and threw them at the dogs. They waited to see if the dogs would eat the meat. If they did, the bandits would then throw another six pieces of meat far off into the forest to lure the dogs away. Little did they know that the dogs were trained well. Already fed, they weren't hungry and were taught not to eat anything except when it was given to them by the cowgirl. Frustrated that their tactic didn't work, they tried another strategy. One bandit stepped in front of the forest and pretended to be digging and started to talk loudly. As soon as the dogs heard him, they charged at the bandit. The man chuckled and ran into the forest with the dogs right behind him. With no one to guard the property, the other bandits ran into the farm and stole three goats, seven chickens, one duck, along with some potatoes, tomatoes, and berries. I guess the dogs did their job well, maybe a little too well. The group of bandits then ran away into the forest where they met their other member and left the forest, the dogs also going back to their positions, not knowing what had happened. The next day, the cowgirl woke up to the sound of rain and thunder. Not wanting her animals to get wet, she slid on her coat and ran out. With the help of her barter colleagues, the cowgirl managed to herd all her animals into the barn. As she was counting the animals to make sure each one came in, she realized that she only had six goats instead of nine four chickens instead of eleven, and three ducks instead of four. The cowgirl ran into her fields and found that some of her tomatoes, potatoes, and berries were missing as well. Not knowing where everything went, she hurried back into the barn. As soon as the cowgirl went inside, something intriguing caught her eye. As she checked all the furs of the guard dogs, she saw leaves and sticks all over them. Now she knew that something was up. I think the dogs were in the forest last night. But why would they go there? Where did the animals and crops go? The cowgirl said. I think someone stole from me, she cried. Unhappy that she was robbed, she decided to think of a plan to stop the robbery. 
The next night, the bandits came back once again. They knew what to do and were really excited to steal again. But they didn't know that the cowgirl had a plan. She tied her guard dogs on a long leash so they could guard the whole property. But the dogs couldn't run into the forest. The cowgirl also sat at her window to watch and see who was stealing from her. The bandits also realized that the dogs were tied to leashes. But they too had a devious plan. They had brought their own dogs too. With a small nod, the snarling dogs were off. The guard dogs saw the intruders coming towards them. Soon, a large dog fight was occurring. Because the guard dogs were not paying attention, the bandits once again snuck into the property to steal. While everyone was busy either fighting or stealing, no one realized something fishy was happening. At the window, the cowgirl was sitting and watching the chaos. But then, a dark figure crept up behind her. Without knowing what was coming for her, the cowgirl suddenly vanished. Soon, the bandits were pleased and went on their way with their dogs. The next day, the cowgirl once again saw that she had lost more of her animals and crops. So, she made another plan. This plan involved trickery. The next night, when the bandits came to steal, the cowgirl was ready. Let me bury this gold so no one comes and steals it. If I keep it in the house, thieves might steal it, the cowgirl said. The bandits heard what the cowgirl had said. Doesn't that sound familiar? That voice? One of that bandits called. No, we can't miss this huge chance to get gold, another one replied. The bandits watched silently as the cowgirl dug a hole and placed two pouches inside that hole. As soon as the cowgirl left, the bandits checked once again for the dogs and realized that the dogs were kept in that night. They ran into the property without any fear and started to dig. Finally, after digging for an hour, the bandits finally found the pouches. As they lifted the pouches in the air, they suddenly heard barking and the clip-clop of hooves. Out sped the six guard dogs along with the cowgirl and her horse. The bandits saw that one of the bandits were already caught. Soon, the dogs pounced on each bandit, and all of them were tied and thrown into a wagon, which the horse was seen pulling. The cowgirl sped to the sheriff in the station, where the six bandits were thrown into jail.
The sheriff thanked the cowgirl and then left the bandits and the cowgirl alone for a moment. Suddenly, I'll let you in on a small secret, the cowgirl said to the six people in jail. You see that girl in the corner? She's not a part of your group. She never was. I'm the bandit, and she's the cowgirl. The fake cowgirl smirked. But how did you switch with her? A bandit asked. Easy. On the second night, with the, key, with the key to the ranch, I crept into the ranch while everyone was busy and tied the cowgirl down. I then took her clothes, licenses, and every little thing that shows her identity. On the third night, I decided to get rid of you guys, too. So, I hatched a little plan and got you into jail as well. As the bandits were digesting the information, the real cowgirl jumped up and cried, You! I know you won't get away with this! Surely the people will see your unfamiliar face, and they will realize you are an imposter! And... Even if they get tricked, my dogs will never be fooled. They knew, they know who their real master is. Ah, let me tell you our history. The fake cowgirl laughed. Our history? The cowgirl questioned. I. I'm actually your twin sister. It was many, many years ago, and you might not remember, as we were just two years old. I am your identical twin. So people won't even realize I'm not you. Also, I can change my voice to sound just like yours. I even got a hold of all your information and habits. I can act just like you. The identical twin looked at the real cowgirl. What about the dogs? They will smell the evil that goes around you. The real cowgirl curled her hands into fists. Well, I lived with you for those two years. And the mothers of the guard dogs you have today just had puppies. Those puppies already knew me and thought of me as a family member. They still remember me, so they won't attack. They will act as my faithful servants. So there is that. The fake cowgirl then tipped her hat and went on her way, leaving her twin in utter shock. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that story. In the end, who knows? What will happen to the twin? Will she get caught? Or will she stay free? Share your thoughts in the comments. Also, please be sure to subscribe, share, rate, review, and follow my podcast. Stay tuned.